What is up, guys and girls? Welcome to the Let's Be Real podcast. This is your host, Naomi, and I'm here to cover all things health, fitness, lifestyle, and mindset. The aim of this podcast is to inspire you to become the best version of yourself. It is also a place where I talk openly about things that most people just don't want to discuss, like mental health and motivation, just to name a couple. Plus, I'll be here to give you some little tips and tricks on how you can become a more evolved you. So let's get started. What is up, guys? Welcome back to my podcast. How are we doing? I hope we are all well. And happy Monday. If you're listening to this the day of releasing, happy Monday. Otherwise, I hope you're having a fantastic day and week so far. Now, look, let's just get straight into it because I have got a million questions on my Instagram from you guys, and I just literally want to share everything I possibly can. Now, let's just do two things really quickly. The first thing is a disclaimer. Now, if you can see by the title of this podcast, yes, I am getting my implants removed, not put in. I'm getting my implants taken out. Um, And I just sort of wanted to say like everything that I'm sharing in this episode is my personal experience. I cannot stress that enough. Like all of these symptoms, all of these issues, all of this, like whatever it may be is my personal issues and my personal symptoms and stuff that I wanted to share. I asked if the gram wanted me to put this out there and just like, I guess, explain it a little bit more and you're all super keen. So look, in no way am I against implants at all. Do I believe in breast implant illness? Potentially. Do I think that everyone gets it? Absolutely not. Um, I just think that I was unfortunately one of the unlucky ones that had to go through, I guess, some of the things that I'm about to talk about. So yeah, again, just putting it out there that I'm not against them or anything. If you are getting implants, then 100% go, go for gold. I just want you guys to be getting them for the right reason and to make sure you're fully aware of the potential negatives that can come from it. So yeah, I'm so su- I am supportive. Like I've got a few clients that have literally just taken time off because they have got them in. So I am not against it, but I am just sharing my personal journey. So anyway, I'm glad we've got that out of my system. Let's just get, let's get straight into the questions. Basically a quick little background. Um, if you've listened to my podcast in the past, I have done an episode with Ash Phelan. She got her implants removed due to breast implant illness, um, and having a lot of issues with her health regarding them. Now, my story is a little bit different, I guess. Uh, I guess that's sort of why I wanted to share my journey. Basically, I had a consult yesterday with a surgeon and everything just fell into place. It was honestly so weird. Let's just start from the beginning. Basically, ever since I had my implants in literally two years ago, so it was the 1st of November 2018. It is now the 26th of November 2020, so just over two years now. I have been in pain ever since my surgery. I feel like I never recovered properly. I feel like my body instantly rejected them, and I am now suffering, I guess, some form of pain or uncomfortableness on a daily basis and it affects me more than you guys will ever know. I've just not talked about it because I don't want to, I guess, complain about things on my social media because at the end of the day, there was a choice that I made and I wasn't completely aware of what was going on or why it was happening. And I just wanted to make sure I was educated before I shared this. So 
Anyway, I got implants in, like I said, two years ago. Um, and I've sort of just been constantly in pain. Like it's so hard to explain it. I feel like it's a sharp, sharp stabbing pain or like something's like squeezing them. Like you're like a really hard squeezing it. If you've got implants, it's, you would sort of understand what I'm saying, but like, imagine like if you don't have them, there's like a rock in your chest or like something squishy. I don't even know how to explain it. And then like, you're literally holding and squeezing over the top of them, but like really hard with like little nails on the end of your fingers. <laughs> that sounds super intense, but like, that's the only way that I can explain it. Every time I train upper body, I get so frustrated because I do one movement and I just, I can't do it. Like the simplest things that aren't even like vertical pulling or horizontal pushing. Um, so like lat pull downs, pull ups, or like pushing wise. So like push ups or bench press, they're basic things that you can't really ever do post op generally. Like most girls can't, don't recover and can't do them. A lot of girls can, uh, it just depends on the body, but like, I can't even do like some leg exercises even hurt. Like if I'm holding a barbell, so deadlifts are actually excruciating. So I don't know if you guys see me do this all the time, but by like the second or third set, I'm so frustrated within myself because holding the bar and like contracting through my upper body and tensing so much actually hurts. And it's as, as a health and fitness coach or a personal trainer or an influencer or whatever the hell you want to call it, I actually beat myself up on a daily basis for not being the best person I can or being like, I just, I want to be so much more than what I'm putting out on social media. I want to be able to share exercises. I want to be able to do things without getting anxiety or causing discomfort or pain. Or do you know what I mean? Like I would love to increase my training and just smash it in the gym and just live my best life. And I just feel like this is something that's been holding me back for so long. And I guess I have also changed mentally as a person from when I first got them. So that's one of the questions we will chat about, but yeah, I just, I just feel like it's time. But anyway, I had a consult yesterday. Basically I have booked my surgery date for less than two weeks. Uh, when this podcast episode will be out or it is out now, um, I think it's like, maybe 10 days or something till my op. And I could not be more excited, but anyway, enough rambling. Let's get into the questions. Cause there is a lot of them again. Thank you so much for listening. It really means the world to me. If you think that this will help anyone, please share it or send it to them or whatever you need to do. I don't know. I just want, I just want people to be aware of what's happened to me and yeah, let's get into it. So first question, what made you get them? Look, I wanted them since I was probably in high school. I was bullied a lot for having small boobs, which, you know, I guess a lot of girls go through. And that's probably the biggest reason why people do want to get them is it stems from a young age. It also stems from body insecurity. And when I competed, I feel like I wouldn't be successful unless I had breast implants. Now, look, nothing against competing again. You, know, you guys know how I feel about that, but I, it's just crazy to think that in a competitive sport that is so driven on your body's aesthetics that you feel like you need to have implants in order to place well. And yeah, like 
I can I can hundred percent say that that was a that was definitely a reason why I wanted to get boobs because whenever I lost weight for my comps and I was like sixty or fifty nine kilos, I had like a double A and I just didn't feel womanly. So I wanted to enhance my body due to self esteem issues and confidence issues that I had with myself. Um, I guess a little bit of like self love was lacking. And yeah, I, I wanted them for years and I just felt that I needed to get them done then and there and I got them and that was really it. It was pretty maybe spare of the moment, we'll say. Um, but yeah, the next question, what implants do you have? What shape, uh, size, plane, etc. So I have Motiva, Motiva Ergonomics. Now these are the best implants on the market. I've spoke to a lot of surgeons and people in general, and they are the best type of implants. So there is nothing wrong with my particular implant. It's just how my body has responded. So Motiva Ergonomics, I have 400 cc in both sides. That is a lot. That's a big, it is a big <laughs> increase. Um, I think I went up to a 10 double E or double D. I don't remember 10 double D or an E post-op. Um, and then they sort of swelled down and shrunk down to like a 10 double D. And that's sort of what I'm at now. Um, yeah, that was a lot. I got high profile. So they sit up quite high rather than like a bit lower. And I got dual plane. So that is not over the muscle or under the muscle. That is under pec major and over pec minor. So it just sort of like it's between the muscle basically. So they cut the muscle and they put it between the muscles. So it looks a bit more natural up the top, but it is also the hardest to recover, but it is the most natural way to do it. Um, most surgeons just do under or over the muscle. Um, but yeah, I have jaw plane. So the next question was, did they place it in front or behind? To answer that is it is in between. So the recovery period was fucking horrible. I excuse my language, but it was honestly, so bad. I, gosh, I wasn't even expecting to talk about this, but the recovery period, as soon as I had them out in, sorry, um, I was in, I was pumping every single antibiotic and medicine under the sun. I literally used every single pill that they gave me for recovery. Whereas most girls say that they're fine after like two days. I was bedridden for weeks, like literally weeks. Um, I went back to work too soon and I actually lost feeling in my arm. So I think that there was nerve damage from the get go. So basically I went back to work, just walking around, nothing strenuous at the time. Um, and I lost feeling in my, my started, my numb, my breath started to go numb. And then I couldn't feel from my collarbone on my left side, all the way down to my fingertips. Like I literally was numb. And obviously on your left side, that's where your heart is. So I thought I was having a heart attack or something. It was quite extreme, but the nurse just said that there was a little bit of nerve issues. So I just went home and I rested and just took a long time. But yeah, my recovery process was not ideal. But anyway, my implants were initially done in Melbourne. Now I have a lot of girlfriends that have been to this clinic, let alone like to the same surgeon. So... I don't know if I want to, I guess, disclose that. If you've seen it on my gram, you would have seen who I went to. Anyway, he is amazing. And I've heard great things about him in general. Um, I don't know if I'm having issues because of the way the procedure was done or if I'm just having issues because my body does not want them in there. So I'm not going to, I guess, 
bad mouth any surgeon or anyone in general, uh, but I did get them done in Melbourne and by quite a large institute. Um, yeah. Are they uncomfortable day to day? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. As you just sort of heard from the start of this podcast, they hurt me all the time. Like I still wear my post-op bra. So basically you get a post-op bra, which is like a big, a halter. So you put it on, you put your arms in and then it does up at the front. I still wear that every single night for two years. So since my surgery, I literally am wearing it right now because anytime that I feel a bit of like uncomfortableness, I put my post-op bra on and it just supports them a little bit better rather than like a sports bar bra or a like bra from like bras and things or something. So yeah, even if like I'm wearing a nice dress and I'm going out for the day for a lunch and then we go shopping and I'm not wearing a bra or a sports bra under it. I'm just wearing like, you know, a nice t-shirt or a dress or something. By the time I get home, they feel so heavy and like sore and then they start like squeezing and it's just, it's just so annoying. But I, yeah, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you guys what the um, surgeon said yesterday, which I'm very excited about. And the next question, do you believe in breast implant illness? Look, there's, there's so many things that I guess breast implant illness can correlate to. So I could read the whole list, but it's honestly huge. Basically the symptoms of breast implant illness could sort of mean a lot of different things like anxiety, fatigue, muscle pain, brain fog, memory loss, difficulty concentrating, um, muscle weakness, temperature intolerance, like hair loss, dry skin. Oh gosh. Um, I'm only a quarter way through the list, but like depression, headaches, um, weight gain, mood swings, decreased libido, food intolerances, inflammation, um, chronic fatigue symptoms, heart problem or heart palpitations. Jesus, I haven't read that. I actually get them daily. Um, shortness of breath, night sweats, like there's so much. And even listening to them, like anxiety and fatigue. Like if you think about it, like this year has been so stressful. So I could put those symptoms on the fact that I run my own business. Weight gain is a, is a sign. Like I could put the fact that I'm eating too much food, um, hair loss or dry skin and hair. Like that could be something with my gut sensitivity. So do you know what I mean? Like there's, there's a lot of symptoms of breast implant illness that sort of can correlate into other things. But I feel if you're ticking off like 95% of those symptoms, there's a big list. I'll, I'll post it on the um, podcast Instagram. I feel like it's definitely something to look into because these are not normal things. And I honestly could tick off <clears throat> almost all of them. And I don't know if I have it personally and there's no way that you can physically test it. So no surgeons can actually, or no one's been able to physically connect it to anything or test it because it's sort of like, I guess like a taboo sort of thing that people don't really want to believe in. And there's no way to connect it with the implants, but my surgeon that I'm getting explained with definitely does believe in it. And he thinks that you could, I guess, develop some illnesses due to the implants that are in your body, especially if they've ruptured. So ruptured means that the um, implant has leaked or exploded and the silicon or the gel is leaking into your body. Obviously that is not a good thing. So a lot of these issues couldn't come from that. Um, that's when you need to get them removed ASAP. The next question is what symptoms, what symptoms have you had? 
look, I could, I could talk about this forever, but basically I just don't feel like myself. And I've said this for a while now. And the longer that it's gone on, the more and more I don't feel like myself. So if you knew me when I was at F45 in Melbourne, I was the most bubbly, hyperactive, obviously when I wasn't in prep, but like the most infectious person ever. And I just feel that not that I'm not like that anymore, but I'm just always exhausted. I'm always tired. My brain is always foggy. I just feel like I can't concentrate on anything. Um, there's heaps of little things like I get nightmares and shortness of breath and like breath and like just weird little things that are on the list that I could honestly might make a full list on what I get. But I don't know. I just feel so exhausted, so anxious. Um, just my brain just doesn't feel like it's living its best life, we'll say. And it sort of just feels like my body is not also living up to its full potential. So I guess I have most of them, but it's hard to say until post-op once they are out. If any of them go, I will definitely share that journey. So I'm super, super interested to see what is better. And yeah, like what disappears? I'm just reading through the symptoms again, like irritable bowel and bladder, um, swollen lymph nodes, gosh, autoimmune systems, um, fibromyalgia symptoms. My mom has fibromyalgia. So that's a massive thing. Like heart palpitations. I get palpitations. I get them daily. So yeah, I'm interested to see once they're removed, what symptoms disappear and what are correlated to breast implant illness. You can actually get your implants checked once you remove them. So it's like a $400 extra fee, but you take it and you send it off to pathology and they test them for so many other things like cancer cells, contractions, like all that sort of stuff. So I'll definitely be doing that and I will share that. But the next question, what research did you do the first time around and why didn't you listen? <laughs> so I did do research the first time around. A girlfriend of mine was like, do you, are you scared of getting breast implant illness or like, why are you going to get them? Are you not worried about what's going to happen? And I was like, yeah, look, that happens to not many people. I just brushed it off. I'm like, who even gets that? I'm not even, I'm not even bothered, but I guess I believe that everything happens for a reason. And I, as, as hard as it is, I feel like I needed to go through this in life to learn. And I am a huge believer in that. Like whether it means that I guess on my brand is self-love and to learn to love yourself and body image and all of that sort of stuff. So if it means that I needed to do this to learn, then so be it. So Yes, I ignored the research the first time round. Um, I wish I didn't, but look, what can you do? Um, how did you know that getting them out was right for you? I just, I just felt it in my soul. I know it sounds so weird, but I manifested the other day yesterday and I was like, I just need them gone. I need them gone and they need to be out. I'm not healthy. I'm not happy. I'm so uncomfortable all the time. And I don't care what I look like. I honestly don't care if I want kids in the next like two to five years or whatever. Like it doesn't matter what they look like. I was so confident within my body. And after the journey I've been on the last year or two, I just feel so happy within myself that I don't need these implants to validate my worth. And I just, I just feel right that this is the right thing to do. So 
Okay, I hope that answers your question. <laughs> Um, now what's the plan leading up into it nutrition and training wise? So basically I have just been in an eight week mini cut. I was doing the eight week challenge with my Evolve Squad girls. So I've dropped a fair few kilos, which is great. So it's optimal for you to go into surgery after a little bit of a weight loss phase. So you can come out of it better. Obviously you're going to put on a little bit of weight during like this procedure and the medicine and stuff they put you on. So the better you can go into the surgery, the better you can come out of it. So I am just doing another week of a shred and then I will have a few days before surgery at maintenance so my body can recover and restore my energy levels and heal correctly. Um, training wise, I'm just going to train as per usual. So try and go as much as I can. Um, so like my four, four to five days a week, which I normally train. If it hurts, I don't do it. Um, but yeah, just sort of continue life as usual leaning into it. <laughs> what is the procedure? Tell me everything. Oh, my darling. All right. So explant procedure is basically, okay. So my, my surgeon does a technique called on block. So basically they remove the capsule from your body as well as the implant. So when you get your implants put in your capsule or a capsule forms around the implant to almost like protect it from the rest of your body. Now there's a thing called capsule contraction, and that is when that capsule starts to harden around your implant. And that is what causes pain. So yesterday when I saw the surgeon for our consult, he had a little bit of a feel around and he felt that one was definitely harder than the other um, and quite painful and tight. And it just felt hard. If that makes sense, like an implant should not be hard. Anyway, so he did actually confirm that I have a slight capsule, capsule contraction on the one side, the other side, but he wasn't too sure about it. Um, he's going to know, obviously, once he's taken them out and assessed the capsules. But it's just a side note. It was actually so good to hear someone be like, you're not crazy. Your implants are actually, they are causing you pain because they have contracted and it's an actual thing. So you're doing the right thing. But Anyway, what the surgeon does is he takes the capsule out along with the implant. Now the implant sort of, I guess, heals to the body. So it cannot like connect to your collarbone. It can connect to your rib cage, to your chest, depending on how long you've had them in. Um, it's only been a couple of years, so I'm hoping it is an easy procedure, but whatever they need to remove to get it out correctly, they will remove it. So they might take a little bit of breast tissue, hopefully not. If it's just the capsule and they can just take that out, then they will remove that. But yeah, it's called an on-block procedure. Super important to remove the whole thing so you don't leave anything behind, we'll just say. And then, yeah, you just basically go home the same day. Um, you rest for a few days. So your whole, obviously you, you get put to sleep, but the whole chest region, so like all out to your neck, down to under your, like maybe your belly button, they local anesthetic that area. So you're quite numb. So a couple days after that, you literally don't feel anything because you're still numb. But then maybe like the three day period, the lady said that you, the pain, sort of the painkillers wear off. And then that's when you start to feel a bit uncomfortable. But yeah, I'll talk about post-op recovery in a second because there's a few questions on that, but that is the overall procedure. The next question, how are you feeling about surgery? Um, there's a few other questions on this, but how do I feel about surgery and, oh, how do you feel mindset wise about not being able to train while recovering? We'll talk about both of these. So honestly, I feel so good about my surgery. I'm so happy. 
that I've decided to do this for myself and for no one else. Like I could have lived with this pain and rocked big tits for, for years and just dealt with it, but I don't need to do that. So I'm so happy with the decision I have made. I'm scared. Like I'm honestly nervous. Um, I didn't have the best experience when I woke up from the anesthetic. Actually, both times I've um, had a surgery. One was for a bike accident when I was a little kid. The other time was obviously for the implants to be put in. I never had a good experience waking up post-op. So I'm a little bit nervous waking up from the anesthetic. But other than that, I feel so good about the surgery. I'm so happy. Um, I just feel calm. I feel like it's the right thing to do. It's the perfect time of year. Like with business-wise, I can take really need to take time off but I can just slow down a little bit um spend time with family Ben will be home a little bit more so that will be nice and yeah I'm just I'm really excited I'm nervous but I'm super excited now the mindset wise about not being able to train while recovering (laughs) look to be totally honest I'm not a big fan of training at the best of times and I think that that's because of the implants now they cause me so much discomfort that I actually hate going to the gym and I'll put that out there. Like I just don't like going um, because I'm, I never know whether I'll have a good or a bad day. So I'm, it's almost like a blessing in disguise to take a month off training or three to six weeks or whatever it is to just chill out from pushing myself at the gym. And then once these are out and I'm fully healed, I can hopefully go back to the things that I love doing, which is training, but just in, a more movement-based way and I'm so excited. So yeah, I actually feel really good about not being able to train mentally though. It might be a bit of a push, but to be honest, my walks are my life. So I think I'll just replace it with my daily walks and hopefully, um, yeah, just take a little bit of time off over Christmas. Now, what are you most nervous about post-op? Look, (laughs) it's going to sound so weird, but the first time I had them done, I blew out a lot. Like I was a little fatty. I gained a lot of weight. I blew out. I used it as a time to be like, I'm going to eat all the fat food and just lie in bed and just be a slug. And I gained a lot of weight and it was really hard for me to lose that. And obviously like being on antibiotics, it causes you to be a little bit blocked up. So you can't go to the bathroom. Um, They're also just not good for you in general. But anyway, what can you do? I'm a little bit nervous about weight gain post-op, to be totally honest. I don't... Not that I don't have a good mindset around food because I feel like I do, but I'm just nervous that I will fall into bad habits post-op and just be like, nah, you know what? I'll just eat whatever Um, and it will make me feel a bit shit. So yeah, look, to be totally honest, that's what I'm nervous about, but I have a good team around me and I feel like very supported. So look, let's just hope that's not the case. I also feel really strong-minded and I want to do this for my health. I want to look after my gut health. I want to look after my heart and my head and I'm just going to look at it as almost like a little mini cleanse and yeah I'm actually super excited now the next question how long is recovery time and then another one what is the downtime so recovery for explants basically the the guideline that they all say is you can go back to work after one week or back to normal routine so like your daily walks or going to work or driving a car or whatever Um, And then about the three week mark, three to four weeks, you can train legs, but light legs at the gym. Um, And then the six week mark, generally you can train upper body depending on the movement and how you're feeling. So yeah, look, it seems quite cruisy, I guess. Um, The lady said that I could go back to work 
Um, the next question was how much time do you have to take off work? So I could go back to work probably. So it's on a Friday. I, I don't work Saturday, Sunday, Monday anyway. So I can go back to work Tuesday night, which is when I do my coaching calls. So yeah, she said, you'll be fine. You're just going to be in bed anyway. So um, I don't need to take any time off work, which is amazing for my clients. Yeah, the girls. But yeah, after I guess about a few days to a week, I can go start doing my walks again, just whenever you feel better. And then the gym anywhere between three to six weeks, depending on what you're doing. So yeah. Oh, the next question. Will you have drains and are you having a lift or anything like a fat transfer? So no, I'm not having drains. So the surgeon doesn't need to do drains purely because it should be a simple procedure. Um, he also doesn't do them. They're basically like the drains of those little like bottles. They sort of hang out like that like drain the blood. I don't know. It's gross, but I'm so glad I don't have them because apparently they're extremely painful. And no, I'm not having a lift or a fat transfer or anything because one, I don't believe in fat transfers because if you lose weight at any point in your life, you lose it from your tits. It's still fat. So you will still lose that weight. I just don't believe in fat transfers because if you lose weight, they're gone anyway. So it's a waste of money. And a lift, I don't think I need them. Um, I am quite young, obviously. Well, I'm like, what am I, 25 now? So I feel like they will just bounce back into their normal position prior to implants. So they should be perky, hopefully, or just like small little little bubbies. They shouldn't be too loose skin. Obviously, the first little bit, there might be a bit of loose skin, but the skin's quite elastic. Um, so I think that they will just be fine. And obviously wanting kids in the next like five years, I'd rather just get a lift or anything like post babies. Like what's the point in wasting, it's an extra five grand. What's the point of getting, wasting an extra five grand to get a lift when I'm, I'm going to have kids at some point. So that's just my thought. Speaking of cost, actually, <laughs> just an FYI, this procedure is more expensive to get them removed than it has been to get them in. So my cost to get them in was about eight, five. Um, and the, the cost to get them removed is just over 11 grand. So yeah, it's been an expensive lesson all up. It'll be like $19,000. Definitely grateful that I'm in the position now to get them removed, but yeah, it's, it's been a very expensive life lesson and sure you can laugh all you want, but I'm happy I've gone through it. Obviously it's expensive, but yeah, fun fact, it's cost a lot more to get them removed than put them in. I guess that might just be my surgeon's fee, but anyway. Uh, what surgeon are you going through for your explant? I wasn't sure if I wanted to share this, but look, I'm more than happy to share him because he was just so amazing. As soon as I was in the consult room, I felt so calm. He was so understanding. He didn't push me to get a lift. He didn't push me to do fat transfer or anything. And I think that that's great because obviously he could have made an extra $5,000 from me, but he was just so genuine and he didn't judge me for wanting to get them out. He didn't like, it, it was just so lovely. So anyway, his name is Dr. Mark Doyle. This is not sponsored. I pay for all this myself, not sponsored or, or anything. Um, I'm just sharing my experience and he is in Chugan, so the John Flynn Hospital, um, but it's Gold Coast Plastic Surgery. So yeah, Dr. Mark Doyle, he was the most polite person I've ever spoke to. I obviously haven't had the procedure yet, so I can't talk on his experience, uh, but he's had like, he's got over 20 years experience in cosmetic and I mean, plastic and reconstructive surgery. So We'll see how we go. Okay, 
literally one or two more questions. Um, are you scared about what your boobs will look like post-op? Not really. I'm so excited to have like my little boobs back. Obviously I look at my body now and I, I love them. Like I genuinely love my, my implants. I think that they look great without being like cocky or weird or anything, but I love the shape that I have. I think that my breasts are in proportion with my glutes and I just, I don't know. I think that they look good. I also think they're really big though. So I wouldn't have liked to go this big. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to having smaller in, uh, boobs in general. I'm a little bit scared that they'll look saggy or weird, but I guess over time they will just, um, the skin will elastic back into its normal shape. So yeah, I'm excited. Last one. How does Ben feel all about this? I guess it's just talking about the size. Look, you know what guys are like. <laughs> he always jokes like, it'll call me like big tits or something as a joke. And I love it. It's funny, but I've, I am nervous. I guess that he might feel differently, but at the, like at the end of the day, if your relationship's strong, then he's super supportive. Like he would love me no matter what. So <laughs> it doesn't matter. I just, he just has no idea what to expect because he's only known me with massive boobs. So yeah, he is super supportive and he's a hundred percent. He just wants me to be happy. He said to me the other day, he's like, just get them out. Like I'm not, I'm sick of you complaining, but I want you to be healthy and happy. So he just wants me to live my best life. And if I have small boobs for that, then, then I have small boobs. The last two is good luck for, good luck for your surgery. And not a question. Thank you for sharing it with us. So look, that's pretty much it. I'm pretty sure I've covered everything. Um, if you do have any questions, feel free to slide into my DMs on Instagram. I also have a highlight reel on my story, sorry, on my profile that you can have a little look at. But yeah, basically this will be out on Monday the 30th. So it is literally 11 days from now until my surgery date. So my surgery is on the 11th of December. So yeah, thank you for listening. It means the world to me. Again, just a reminder that this is my journey and my experience. And I just wanted to share everything I've been through because I just feel like there's not enough information on it. There's a lot of information on breast implant illness, but then there's not too much on like the pain or the contracture sort of side of things or like potential ruptures. I don't know if mine have ruptured. I bloody hope not. We'll find out when they're out. But yeah, I just feel like there's not enough information on that. So I hope you liked this episode. I didn't want it to be a negative in any way. I just want to share my journey with you. Um, Again, thank you so, so, so much for listening. It means the world to me. And yeah, I'm so excited to be back a part of the Itty Bitty Titty Committee. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening to my podcast. I am truly grateful for each and every one of you. If you liked today's episode, please share it on your story and leave a five-star review on the Let's Be Real podcast. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe. If you have any questions for me, topics you'd like to be covered or anything at all, please do not hesitate to contact me on Insta or email. Also, if you want to get to know me a little bit more, see the show notes below for my info. Otherwise, find me on the gram at Naomi underscore Z McKillop or at letsbereal.podcast. That is all for today, fam. Have a fantastic day wherever you are in the world. And remember, become a more evolved you.